G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Huge, huge occasion for Northland for Whangarei. The Northland Event Centre will be hosting on Sunday, United States, Italy, Japan, Canada, Wales taking on Scotland. Cam Bell, the CEO of Northland Rugby, joins us on the program. Evening to you, Cam. Welcome. Kia ora, Mark. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Look, um, how much planning, how much effort and energy and, and manpower has gone in to the hosting rights of this Women's Rugby World Cup in the Northland region? Yeah, look, there's a huge amount, but uh, look, it'd be folly of me to say I take credit for that. Look, a lot of work was done by uh, Whangalei District Council, actually, and the Northland Events Centre uh, Trust. They're the ones that kind of connected the whole event with uh, with Rugby World Cup. So, But there's a lot of work coming in from my team as well to make sure that we can deliver an event that's... Uh, that uh, New Zealand and Northland in particular can be really proud of. But yeah, a lot of people, a lot of effort, and it's amazing seeing it come to fruition now with a lot of energy. So it's, yeah, it's really exciting. What Northland Whangarei experience are you bringing to those nations that you are hosting, to those pool games that you are hosting? Something that's hearty and unique and you won't find it anywhere else in the country. You know, there's a there's a manakitanga that's very special to Northland's um, and that's uh, what we're, we're we're sharing with the people that are there at the moment. So so right now at the moment, uh, our new facility, Northern Rugby's new facility at Poi Island, uh, Wales and Scotland are there currently. So they're training out of our facilities and uh, my team are just making them as welcome as they possibly can. And what's the feedback, feedback been like from the team and the team management? To be honest, Mark, it's been really, really positive. You know, we the attitude we've taken is you know, things are going to crop up, um, but let's just find solutions and make sure that people, when they leave our shores, go back with a really positive perspective on Northland in particular, because this is our backyard. And uh, and we've got something quite special at Poi Island. Northland's just moved into a brand new facility and feedback from both Wales, uh, both Scotland and uh, Japan has been incredibly positive. So, yeah, we're really proud, um, but we want to make sure we do everything to see that the games run to the highest standard. Mm. It's, um, it's, yeah. And what about the uptake and the level of engagement from the Northland Whangarei community? A lot of interest. We've got a lot of people, um, a lot of our hearty rugby community are remotely based. I think Northland's quite unique in that the, the main town is not the main populace of the region. So 196,000 people in Northland and probably 55,000 in Whangarei. So we're doing everything we can to connect our community in the far reaches. So one of the strengths of our women's game in particular is the far north, Hokianga. Um, so we're working with those communities to make sure that they're engaged, they're aware of it, and you know, running girls ripper tournaments to to really raise the level and uh, engagement with our community. Mm. Yeah. Now you you will have New Zealand playing up there, I think, on the twenty second. They take on yep. Scotland. How are you going to get people along to support the likes of? Japan and Canada, Wales and Scotland. I've seen Australia in previous World Cups where they went down all the local streets and said, everybody that's got an odd number, you're supporting this team, and everybody's got an even number, you're supporting this team. Yeah, there's going to be no problem supporting the Black Ferns. We've got uh, Crystal Murray um, from the Hearty Tararawa Club up north. So 
if they select her and and they and they should, we're going to fill up that stadium with uh, with rugby fans right throughout the region. It is it is going to be a challenge for um, some of the smaller nations, but look, there's a the, the game is growing here in the women's space. We've got such huge interest, and I think that's going to carry itself through. Um, there is going to be with the games being triple headers, Mark. There's going to be a challenge around. You know, keeping an interest in the stadium for such a long period, but I mean, this isn't this isn't the first dance for the the Rugby World Cup. It's you know we've we're now getting deep into you know four or five, well, it's probably even more than that World Cups, and the caliber of the athletes that are involved in these is of the highest caliber. So you know, there's it's it's not like it's a cursory glance at women's rugby. This is high caliber rugby that we're going to be seeing. So we've got we've got a hardy rugby following and uh we're confident they're going to come out in their numbers to support these teams yeah you mentioned about the uptake of women playing rugby in the northland so um just talk us a little bit about that setup set up clearly you need top down but you've got to have bottom up so clubs are clearly proactive is it is it a shared vision yeah look it's um there's a there's a real building momentum and probably the hardest thing i've seen we just had an event down at poi island where the um the golden whistle was just delivered. Those guys that biked all the way from Japan, um, yep. delivering the whistle for the game. They just arrived, and we we had an exhi- exhibition of girls under thirteen ripper. Right, so probably the most heartening thing I've seen in community rugby was the under girls thirteen ripper tournament that was run mm-hmm. down in Whangarei and various areas around. Girls new to the sport, right? So this is like a tester on a Wednesday night. You watch these young girls that are coming out. And some of them are often hockey teams or netball teams that are giving rugby a go for the first time. And they're loving it. And probably the big difference that you see that, so when you and I are sitting down watching Super Rugby and just thinking it's looking a bit cookie cutter and not much excitement, but these girls are running with a ball. Our game was designed by somebody picking up a soccer ball, running with it and expressing themselves. There's a real opportunity for girls to grow the game. So that's, so the under 13s is moving to under 14s. That's growing our under 16s the talent mark that's sitting in our under 16 rep teams and, and club teams is just, it's really, really exciting. It's all about unleashing the next Porsche Woodman, who of course is one of ours and we're very, very proud of her along with Crystal. But um, okay, can, can I just come in there? Also, man, have a grammar. <laughs> I wondered if you'd... <laughs> um, I, well, she she we, did. She we went through mags. Yeah, and she did, but she's uh, a Hawaii hard. You know, the Woodmans are a famous yeah, Northland absolutely. Uh, family. But yeah, yeah, and you can look through. There's, uh, I think we've got Matt Maddich. Uh, I think we've got Blake. Uh, we've got Josh Goodhue, ex Mount Abbott Grammars. But we could open up a whole new conversation. I'd love to talk about the effect of one uh, A. First 15 rugby on our competitions up here, but that's that's another subject. As long as they come home, that's what we're really interested yeah, in. Yeah, nah, look, And they do. You're doing great things and lovely to hear it um, really prospering amongst the women and that is a real big growth area. Uh, look, let's just change it up. Let's talk the MPC because you've got this yeah. quarterfinal clash against number one seed Canterbury in Canterbury this weekend. At the start of the season, what was, yeah. what, what was the goal? Quarterfinals. And uh, I think if you, if you talk to George and the the coaching team, they'll be saying game by game, but to play in a manner and style that reflected character, you know, that was, that was, that, that was Napui, that was Northland hard. And, you know, I think uh, to get to the corner finals would be a tick in the box for us. 
Um, but uh, we're not going down the makeup numbers, and uh, we're really looking forward to this. This is a, you know, Northlands. I think uh, the stats since about 2006, we got a 31% winning ratio, which is nothing that we're proud of. So we're working on delivering a sustainable model that uh, that that addresses that. So look, we've got a ticket to the dance, and that's. Uh, and that's all we're really after. And um, we've got nothing to lose. Yeah. How do you beat Canterbury, though? I mean, they're always a team that yeah, sometimes can be a little bit of a slow burner, but when they get hot, we know how good their forwards are. We know how structured they are. And the one thing that they do have is legacy, and we cannot underestimate that, yeah. what it means to wear that jersey and not letting those previous generations and those previous sides down. No, and look, we've got huge respect for them. Mm. But the way we look at it, Mark, they've all got two arms, two legs. And uh, so do we. We know we've got big character. Um, we've got a lot of heart. We've got a back line that uh, is Northland hard. Um, we welcome Josh Morby into that uh, mix. But you have a look at those names coming through. Um, we're connected to our community. And that's that's a big piece that that's carried us through. Uh, Mike Tawaki spent a lot of time engaging our our boys back into the community. What does it mean to be a Tanifa? What is the real meaning of a Tanifa? So I can tell you these boys are connected with their community and they will be going down to represent their iwi, their hapu, their whanau, their club and themselves. Yeah, and look, and I mean, you can match that, you're doing very well. Yeah, and look, I mean, outside of Auckland, where I was brought up, uh, clearly north of my second side, because let's be honest, it's a Mount Abbott grammar um, feeder. Um, <laughs> I just need to put that back in there. Um, <laughs> wouldn't be yep. me if I it wouldn't be me if I didn't bring it up and be a little bit cheeky with it. But I mean, how good was that victory over Auckland? It must it must have been nice just shoving it up Auckland, surely. Oh, look, there's some great people in Auckland, and uh, and they are one of our Blues partners. But um, I didn't realise it's 46 years since Northland had beaten them in Whangarei, which. Which to me stuns and disappoints me to a certain extent. But look, it was a great victory, um, and uh, yeah, it means a lot to our community. It's uh, you know the, some of the feedback we got from supporters that are hung in there through the lean times, and to get a win like that, do it for them. That's uh, that's hugely uplifting. But yeah, it was nice. It was a nice moment. Okay, just finally, Cam, just a message for the Northland Whangarei community in and around the Women's Rugby World Cup. Just get mobilised, get along. You'll be entertained beyond your belief. There's, uh, there's uh, Seminoff Stadium, or unfortunately we have to we have to take the branding off it for the for the event. But it's the best provincial facility in the country, the best playing surface, and you're going to see some fantastic games. So if you don't get out and watch, you're going to regret it because it's going to be really exciting. Cam Bell, lovely to have you on the programme. All the best for the weekend, all the best for the NPC and that second day of the Women's Rugby World Cup. Cam Bell there, the CEO of Northland Rugby.